Welcome to the Royally Confident Podcast on this amazing sexy Sunday where we delve into the world of confidence, self-esteem, and personal growth fit for royalty. I'm your host Janice and I'm here to guide you on a journey towards unlocking your inner confidence and living your best life. So if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment, join me on the Royally Confident Podcast and get ready to unlock your inner confidence and reign supreme in your life today. Welcome back to Royally Confident with your host, your Royally Confident Coach, who helps women triumph over toxic relationships and get their unwavering confidence back. That's me, your host, Janice. Let's get into it. Today, I'm going to talk about how we talk about ourselves and how it affects our confidence. Have you ever been the type of person who tells someone, I'm not pretty enough for that person? There's no way he'll ever like me. I'm not pretty enough. I'm for sure not his type. I'm not smart enough. I'm not funny enough. There's no way I have the skills in order to get that job. Yeah. Have you said that to somebody? And have you even said it to yourself? Because I know you've said it. If you could say it to someone else, you said it to yourself. Yes, I have done it too. I'm not acting like I have never been like, I am not smart enough or I am not pretty enough for this person. How many hot guys I've seen that I was like, ooh, if only I was skinnier. If only I was thinner and maybe had lighter skin or had straighter hair, they would like me. I didn't even account for my amazing personality yet. Because I would say to myself, oh, I'm too much. I already know I'm too much for them. They're not going to like me because I I speak so out there. There's no way they're going to like me. I used to talk so bad about myself like that. And it all started way back in the day because you have family members. Have, have any family members told you that why aren't you losing weight? Right? Like, why are you losing weight? It's good for your health. Nobody's going to like you if you don't lose weight. Yeah, that's been said to me. Then I have shaken my own dreams of being a teacher because they're like, they don't make enough money to choose a new profession. And then I choose a new profession. Oh, that's a male's world. Are you going to be smart enough for that? Yeah, my own family would tell me things like that. And then when you talk to your friends, and it depends on your friends, you know, you attract the people. So if you're hating yourself, you attract other people who hate themselves and enable and validate the reasons why you hate yourself. So if I'm telling myself that I was so fat, like I have to lose weight, then I'd have other people literally say the same thing. Like, yeah, you can do this to lose weight. You can do that to lose weight. And then when I actually had encouraging friends who would be like, oh, you're beautiful. There are big girls just like you going on dates all the time, every week. It has nothing to do with your size. I never believed them because I never saw it with my own eyes. And if I did see it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe that that could happen to me because the way they looked was nothing like me. I didn't dress like them. I didn't put makeup on like them. I didn't wear jewelry like them. And so I said, that couldn't happen to me because I'm not as pretty as them. There's no way, no way someone would like me because I'm not pretty like them. Yeah, I used to tell myself that all the time. 
I used to tell other people, I used to tell them, oh, yeah, I'm not smart enough for that job. So I'm going to stick to this warehouse nine to five job, even though I have a bachelor's in computer engineering, because I'm not smart enough for this job because I don't have 10 plus years of experience. So I'm not smart enough for any job. Have you been there? Can you relate to the pain that I felt? The constant validation, the constant times I was looking to validate my own like self-loathing. Yeah, I did it for a long time. When people would compliment me, I would say thank you. But in the back of my mind, I'd be like, you're lying. Not even realizing that they were telling the truth. I used to hate the way I looked and felt, so I'd confirm it by voicing it all the time. So every time I looked in the mirror, I saw what I kept saying I was, this ugly, flat, fat girl. I was about to say flat. <laughs> this ugly, fat girl. That's what I kept seeing until I lost 90 pounds. I finally lost the weight that everyone was telling me I need to lose in order to you know, look better for their eyes. Yeah, I lost 90 pounds. I was a size 10, 175. And I had all this overwhelming, unshakable confidence because I was getting hit on more than I've ever gotten hit on when I was 200 and something pounds. I have never gotten hit on the way I got hit on when I was 175 at that time. Yes, I was getting hit on, so I was like, oh, it really has to do with weight. So I was I was flirting, I was going on dates, I was rejecting, I was, you know, just having a ball with the fact that I lost this 90 pounds, and I was finally the weight that everyone wanted me to be. And, of course, for people who hate themselves, you losing the weight is never enough. They're like, why are you so skinny now? Don't get too skinny. You, like, it's never enough for people who make fun of your weight that you're either too fat or you're too skinny. Like, there's never an in-between. There's always something wrong with your body regardless. And I had to realize that. When I realized that me losing weight wasn't enough for my family, I knew that I would never be enough for them at all. So I had to get rid of the thought of trying to please them. So that's the first thing I did when I lost those 90 pounds. I stopped caring about how they saw me. I remember this one time I was at a club with a friend of mine and the guy told us that we were hot and she said, I know. So now every time someone says I'm beautiful, I'll be like, thank you, I know. That's the second thing I did. I started accepting compliments with a little bit of sass. I would be like, yeah, I know, I'm fine. Thank you, though. I appreciate that you see what I see. And I kept doing that all the time. I started walking with confidence. I used to walk like this, right? Like my head was down. I was looking at the ground. I didn't want to make eye contact with anybody. I started walking with my head held high and making eye contact with people and smiling and be like, hey, and be like, girl, you look good. I'm like, yeah, I know, thank you. Hell yeah. 
I had to get all that all that transformation I did I was just sucking in all the mental health like the positivity the confidence I started looking in the mirror and started loving myself because you know when you lose weight your stretch marks don't disappear right like your stretch marks do not disappear so I knew that they were going to stay around like I knew these bad bitches were going to stay around for a long time so I said to them hey beautiful Look like a tiger. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally was saying that to myself. Because tigers are majestic. So I would literally call myself an animal that I thought was so beautiful. That because I wanted to build confidence around something I really didn't like about myself, which was my stretch marks. Another thing I didn't really like about myself was the downstairs area. I don't know about you, but I watch porn. And my... My cookie does not look like the porn stars. So that was another insecurity. So I would always tell guys, like, I'm sorry, my my cookie don't look good, but here it is. Yeah. So I would literally, like, bash my own cookie until I talked to a coworker of mine. They said, it doesn't matter what your cookie looks like. It's a cookie. They're going to eat it. <laughs> right? They're going to eat the cookie. It doesn't matter. So I... I was like, hey, I got a nice cookie. This is my cookie. Cookies are good. They're delicious. Like, yeah. I had to constantly rewire the way I was speaking. And I had to tell myself every time I actually did tell myself, whoa, gee, mm, are you sure about that? Are you sure you're not smart enough for this position? How do you even know? So I would be like, you know what, I probably am smart enough, but I might not meet what they need. I am smart enough. I know I can do this position. It's up to them if they want to give me the chance. Or And it comes with dating, too. Like, It's up to them if they want to give me the chance. It's not like I'm going to lose anything. I'm not going to lose my confidence if I get rejected. Because at this point, rejection was a blessing because I knew I was hot shit and I walked around like it. And even if someone didn't like me for me, I wouldn't care because I knew there were people who did. So during the time, like six months, I was 175 pounds. I gained so much confidence. I leveled my confidence up so much that it was unshakable. And one of the ways I did it was talking to myself, talking really good to myself. I stopped saying that I was not enough. And I started telling myself that I am enough. I had to do it. I just had to do it. Now let's fast forward because after like six to seven months, I gained all those 90 pounds back plus more. So that's usually what happens with people who are big. If you don't keep it off, it comes back, especially if you love food and use it as a comfort, like I do, because it's tasty. I gained all that weight back. Because look at me, I do not look 175 pounds. I'm like 270. And I still have this unshakable confidence. All that confidence that I learned from losing that weight stuck with me when I gained all that weight back. I have a very funny story to actually tell you. I was working at my job and I already gained the weight back at this point. I was back to my big girl self. 
And I was still flirting with guys at work because they were flirting with me back. It was fun. Yeah, I, I, a side note that is, it wasn't like sexual harassment flirting. It was like, you give, that's another video. If you want to know how to flirt at work without feeling like you're being sexually harassed, I got you. Just drop it in the comments. I will make a video about that. But I would flirt at work. So I was talking to like one, two, three, four. I was flirting with like four guys. And they would always be around at my area. So you knew they liked me too. So we would always say hi together. We would always say hi. We would mingle. I would invite them with a group of our friends. I didn't do the one-on-ones yet, but I would invite them with a group of our friends so we could all hang out. And I, on my last day at this job, I invited two of the ones I was flirting with a lot, and they were both fighting for my attention, passively, of course, but it was so exciting, and it boosted my confidence more, because I knew deep down, like, I'm worth, I'm worth this, like, look at you, G. You're just a big girl, you got two guys fighting over you, and they're hot. In the past, passive way, I mean, you know, when you're talking to one and then they, and the other one tries to get your attention, yeah, it's just, it's the same. It was great. And I always remember that moment. And that's another thing that helps me boost up my confidence is I remember moments like that. And when I feel down, because it's not 100% all the time that I'm like, you know, being nice to myself. But when I realize I'm not being nice to myself, I remember moments like that and be like, hey, remember that one time those two guys, they really fought for your attention? Yes, you're worth it. Yes, you're gorgeous. Yes, your personality is amazing because there's nobody who would fight for your attention if you weren't. And that is just facts. I I remember those key moments and that's what helps me also boost up my confidence and but that's all it all has to do with how you speak about yourself are you catching a pattern you have to like speak you have to speak really good about yourself you have to remember that you are this amazing have a crown on your head and this invisible crown put it on your head every time you feel down And, you know, those dollar stores, Walmart, or wherever you get um, party supplies, they have fake crowns. So you can put that thing on whenever you feel bad and be like, you know what? You're worth it. And the only way you will know you're worth it is if you feel like you're worth it. Even when you feel like you're not, you don't have to have two guys fighting over you or fighting for your attention to prove that you're worth it. The fact that someone complimented you on a skill you made means you're worth it. The fact that someone complimented on your hairstyle means you're worth it. Any compliment means you're worth it. As small as it is, any achievement you made without validation means you're worth it. But you have to tell yourself that. You can't think that the universe is lying. They don't lie. The universe is truth. They're putting it in your face to tell you like, yo, I do not like seeing you like this. I don't like seeing you so insecure and hating yourself because society's telling you you're supposed to look like a movie star. Because no, I made you to look like you because you're amazing. 
I want you to be grateful for the fact that you are look like that because you're amazing. I would not make you look like that to be spiteful. I would not make you look like that so nobody would like you. I made you look like that because I knew that your you as an individual is beautiful, smart, capable. You are strong. You are empathetic. You are everything you think you don't have, you already have. You got to tell yourself that. That's like a practice you got to give yourself. Even when I found out I had HPD, that was another dark time where I was not being kind to myself. I told myself, I'm so disgusting. Nobody will want to be with me. And that lasted about three months until I started, I remember that moment where they were fighting over me, right? I was remember the moment those guys were fighting over me because I had HPV at that time. And then I look up articles on people who have HPV or herpes or any type of sexually transmitted disease and how they got along in their dating life and their day-to-day lives. And that helped me realize that all that confidence that I got when I lost that 90 pounds is still there. There's just this funk. But I'm still a baddie. I'm still amazing. I'm still gorgeous. I'm still smart. I'm still capable. This does not define me. And someone will love me. And my friends will love me. And if my family doesn't love me, then they could go F themselves. But they all have family that loves me. But see, I had to keep telling myself that. I had to keep telling myself all these positive things because the power of your words is so powerful. I don't even know how to explain how powerful your words are, but they are strong. So if you're not talking good about yourself, best believe that power comes to you and you don't feel that way. Whenever I talk about this to my clients, because this was a big issue, they tell me that it feels forced. It doesn't feel natural to tell myself in the mirror that I'm beautiful. Of course not, because you don't believe it. You don't believe it. It's not going to feel natural. It's, it didn't even feel natural to me at first. But w- remember when you learn a skill. Remember when you learn a subject in school. How uncomfortable and how much you did not know about it how much it didn't feel natural to know about it because you had no idea how to do it imagine learning a new language there is no way you speaking either japanese is going to come out natural and fluent at first unless you keep practicing and practicing and practicing to the point you could have a natural conversation with someone who also knows Japanese or a Japanese uh, human. It's the same concept when it comes to talking to yourself in the mirror or in your head or however you want to talk to yourself and tell yourself you are a beautiful and capable woman. You got this. You are a queen. You are worthy. You have to just keep practicing and practicing and practicing to the point where it is the most natural thing you can do in 
that moment in time forever because it will naturally now it comes forever so whenever I doubt myself because it still happens I tell myself well I see you thoughts I'm going to acknowledge that you're there but let me tell you this I know I can do this I know like when my contract ended for one of my clients I was like how am I going to get another client I was like, you know what? No, you know you're worthy. You know you bring it to the table. You know that you help transform lives. A client is going to come, and lo and behold, did. Because I had to keep telling myself, and it was natural because I knew that now I have this unshakable confidence, and I know how to get myself back into that confidence with the power of my words of positivity. Yes. And you can do it too. I'm going to summarize how to do it. One, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and look at the thing you like the least about who you are, about your body. And you're going to keep telling yourself that it's beautiful. Compare it to something that you think is beautiful. So like me, my stretch marks, I said, it's like a tiger. And I think tigers are really like, look at you, growl. You're like a tiger. Young. Exactly. Same thing down there. I like to use the word cookie. You could use whatever, papaya. You like papayas. If you're insecure about your stomach, you can make something up, like a turtle. Like, look at this beautiful turtle shell. Anything. But you have to start somewhere. Two, you have to stay aware of your thoughts. You have to be aware of what you're saying to yourself. And a good way to acknowledge them is don't banish them. Don't be like, ugh, you dumb B, why are you thinking like that? No, don't do that. You're just bashing yourself again. You have to acknowledge them and show yourself kindness. So if you're like, I'm too stupid for that job. And they're like, oh, oh, am I too stupid for that job? No, I have a bachelor's degree. I'm not dumb for that job. And whatever I don't know, I can learn. I'm still very smart. You see that? I acknowledged it. I questioned it. And I rewrote it to I'm smart. And the things I don't know, I can learn. That does not mean I'm stupid. Three, you got to stop reading those magazines and watching videos on what people define as beauty. If you want to wear makeup, wear it for yourself, not because you want to look like a celebrity. You are gorgeous regardless. If you want to wear makeup, you're still gorgeous with or without it. But if you read toxic magazines and watch toxic videos about uh, people not liking the way they look, there was this one movie that I saw where she was big and they made her feel like shit because she was big. So she got all this plastic surgery just to feel smaller and be accepted by society. Yeah, that's toxic. That's pretty much telling you that you need to change everything you are in order to be accepted. And that is toxic. You do not want to surround yourself with toxic things, with like toxic videos and movies and music saying, oh, I want a bad bitch with a big booty and big old titties. And you're none of that. You have probably like A and you have a flat booty. 
Like you're going to want to listen to something that says you are enough. You want more body positivity, more personality positivity in your life. Because if you keep watching that toxic shows and music, then your brain is going to be like, oh, why don't I look like that? Because now you're just feeding yourself negativity. So you got to watch what you're reading, looking at, viewing, all that when it comes to body positivity, speaking positivity, getting your confidence up. That is a really good, important one. A fourth one is to surround yourself with more positive people and set boundaries. Especially with my mother, we just had this conversation and the first thing she said, because I'm traveling the world like solo, is that, have you lost weight? (laughs) Yeah, that's like the first, like one of the first things she said, oh, the food must be good. You must be losing weight too. And I had to tell her, like, that's my business, what I do with my weight. Like, you don't need to ask about that anymore. That's just not, I had to set that boundary because it's not comfortable for me, you know, because she was one of the main ones who was not happy with my body. And so I have to break that cycle and tell her, like, you got to stop talking like about that. And now... If anyone was to bring it up, I'd be like, this is my business, my body, my health. Like, if I die because of it, that's my consequence. Like, I know you love me. I know you're coming from a place of love, but I don't like it. It makes me feel like this. And I want to feel like this. You have to set boundaries with people who make you feel like shit. Pretty much that's what I'm saying. And... If they don't respect your boundaries, that's when you have to let go because you want to be a confident human being. And those are some ways to really level up your confidence. If you want more tips, I am offering a free nine tip guide that will be linked into the description. So if you want the confidence boost tip guide, it will be there. And I'm still offering a free coaching session, and that link will also be in the description. I don't know how long that will last by the time you watch this video, but there will be a link in the description. So thank you so much for tuning in to my episode about speaking positively from your Royally Confidence Coach, who helps women triumph over toxic relationships to unwavering confidence. Yes, this is what I'm here for. I'm here to help transform your life. Have a bomb-ass, royally confident day. Thank you for joining me on the Royally Confident Podcast. Remember, confidence is not something reserved just for royalty. It is a mindset and skill that anyone can cultivate. By embracing your unique qualities, overcoming self-doubt, and taking action towards your goals, You can unlock your inner confidence and reign supreme in all areas of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. Your support helps me reach more people who can benefit from my empowering content. Stay tuned for future episodes every sexy Sunday, where I will continue to explore the world of confidence and personal growth. Until then, remember to embrace your worth, believe in yourself, and live a life that is royally confident.